let's give it up for the worship team again. That was awesome. They have been um, they've been putting in a lot of work. Uh, they're learning how to use in ears. They're learning how to use tracks. Uh, they're learning how to practice for those things. It's all new to them, and they are crushing it. And I appreciate all the effort that goes into that. That was awesome. Uh, I'm Jason. If I haven't met you, I'm sorry, and I would love to meet you. And I would look forward to that at the end of the service. Um, we have just a couple, like, real quick announcements. Um, we are doing Wildlife Week, March 20th through the 27th. Wildlife Week is where, uh, as a church, we just try to love Westerville wildly. We try to just pour everything we have into our community in every way that we possibly can. And so if you're interested at all in being a part of that, if you would talk to Josh Kelly after the service, um, we would love to have you be a part of that. You can volunteer time. You can volunteer hours or days. Um, you can also bring... Um, non-perishable or canned food items. Um, we've got a lot of different things we're trying to do this year, um, but we know for sure that we're gonna be feeding some people who need some food, and um, we're trying to fill a, like a truck full of food that we just give away as a church to our community. So if you have bags and bags and bags of SpaghettiOs, now I know everyone has at least a can of SpaghettiOs. I don't know how we all get them, but somehow we all have a can of SpaghettiOs somewhere, right? So if you can bring any of those things, it would be just a huge help and a huge, huge blessing. I'm going to read a couple verses. I'm going to give you the points from last week and the upcoming points for this week. And then I have a couple videos. Um, one of them is, is quasi-embarrassing, and it's about me, and the other two are good. So let's read these verses and jump into this. Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 6. Blessed is the man. Who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor seats in the seat of the scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, his leaf does not wither, and whatsoever he does prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like the chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. And then if you have your Bible, Isaiah chapter 55, Isaiah 55, I thought these verses were fitting on the week where it snowed, the only week it seems to snow in Ohio. Isaiah 55, 8 through 13, for my ways, my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out in peace and be led forth in peace, out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come the cypress, instead of the briar shall come the myrtle and it shall make a name for the Lord an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Last week, we talked about this idea, healthy relationships are planted relationships. And we talked about the idea that there is super power and great strength in your relationships knowing that you are planted and knowing that you're not going to leave like a tumbleweed the first time the wind blows. Uh, then we talked about how healthy relationships are planting relationships we talked about how we need to plant and sow seeds of love and joy and peace recklessly into each other. This week, we're going to talk about healthy relationships are watering relationships and that they are watered relationships. 
But I need to show you some videos to explain what I mean. Um, so before we show the videos, I'm going to pray. And then I'm going to talk you through the first video or else it will make no sense. All right. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, you are gracious, holy, loving, kind, and just. And we stand uh, before you as humble beings knowing that, that we need you. And Lord, we, we recognize that today we have to have you. We need you to pour into us so that we can pour into each other, Lord, and we need your spirit. We need your presence. We need your power, maybe more than ever. God, I pray that if there was someone here last week who decided, you know what, I'm going to sow seeds in my relationship and they are coming back this week a little bit discouraged. I pray that you would remind them of the truth that we need to water those relationships this week. And speaking of water, Lord, we cannot forget that water goes into coffee. And that coffee and water mixed together make this incredible, incredible thing. But Lord, help us all to remember not to put too much water into coffee. If it's see-through, it's not really coffee. So we need to be reminded of that, Lord. We need coffee that will punch us in the face on the way down to wake us up on a cold, sunny, summer, winter, whatever type of weather it is day, Lord. So we ask that you would give us that coffee in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If coffee doesn't fight back on the way down, it's not coffee. I'm just saying. It's got to it's grab a hold of you and just start punching. Uh, this is this first video. I have to explain because it's like a couple videos put together, and it's not filmed professionally. It's filmed on my Snapchat. Okay? So... Um, one day, Jeep life is amazing every day, right? Yeah, Jeep wave, right? Uh, Jeep life is amazing. However, it needs to, yes, there you go. It doesn't count. You don't have a Wrangler. Uh, <laughs> uh, however, Jeep life can also be very um, fickle. Okay, so just because in Ohio, I hope we all understand this, just because Ohio says there's a 0% chance of rain does not mean there's a 0% chance of rain. And I had to learn this a very hard way. So I put my top of my Jeep in our garage in Sunbury and I drove to Easton to pick up something for my wife. And I got back to Westerville and it went from sunny, clear, beautiful day to these dark, ominous storm clouds. And the first two videos in this are real short, but they're, they're me attempting to figure out, should I try to outrun it? Should I try to go back where I was coming from? Should I park under Home Depot? That should have been the answer, as you'll see in the rest of the videos. But I come to the conclusion that the storm is coming from Sunbury, so I'm going to pass it as I go. And then the rest of the video, I mean, you'll, you'll see what happens. So you can do this video. few moments later okay here we go he's coming down okay oh. what an idiot put the roof on. <laughs> a few moments later currently is in my backpack <laughs> oh man. So I, so I made it I made it home. Um, it took me a long time to get all that out of my Jeep. Let me tell you, just because they say there's a zero percent chance of rain in Ohio 
doesn't mean there's a 0% chance of rain in Ohio, and now I put the top in the back of my Jeep wherever I go. I cannot explain to you how that rain was coming in. It was hitting me like, like, like you ever been stung by a bee? Each raindrop was like getting stung by a bee, and the bottom of my Jeep was filling up, and I had to like take the drain plugs and pull it out. Um, it just water was pouring everywhere. It was a terrible idea. The next video I took this summer at Yellowstone, and it was this river that um, Noah Oldham, if you're watching this on Facebook, there's a shout out. Um, Noah Oldham and I swam in this river, and it was like beautiful, and it was amazing, and it was more how I picture rain and weather and, and water to be. So we'll show that one, and then we'll show another one, which is like the same place, just in a different season. So I'll show you, you're gonna get to see both of them. So both in Yellowstone, both by a river, there's a river running down, both forms of snow or rain or whatever, very different looks in life. One is beautiful, sunny, and then the other one is feet of snow, which I'm, I recognize I'm probably the strange one in the room, but I love that, and I probably because there's buffaloes in it, but I love the fact that there's just feet of snow. And I saw that and I was like, I wanna go there. That looks awesome. What I want to talk to you about today is this idea, healthy relationships are watering relationships, and they are watered relationships. And the reason I showed you those videos is because relationships have seasons. They all have seasons. And I am afraid that this sermon last week needed to be like a two-part sermon, but I didn't think you would stick until like 1 p.m. or 2.30, so I was like, I'm cutting it in half and making it into two. Um, but what I'm afraid of is that if you, if you listen to the sermon last week and you went home, you went home like, yeah, I'm going to plant seeds into my relationships and it's going to be awesome. My marriage is going to change in one day. All I have to do is tell my wife, hey, girl, you look good. And she's going to plant a kiss on me that's like the kiss of a lifetime. And then you went home and you said like, hey, girl, you look good. And she was like, what is wrong with you? Like, What's the problem? What's going on? Right. Um, or I wrote down a couple other ones. If you're the, uh, the wife, you're trying to compliment your husband. But, you know, like it's hard to compliment us. Like there's a lot of things, you know, like so um, you're, I wrote down. If you're a wife and you're right, your sweatpants look so nice today. I love the way your beard catches those crumbs of food so they don't hit the floor. Your muscles are so big. It would be so great if you used them to put the trash can liner back in the trash can. And your husband just looked at you, grunted, and kept watching the Super Bowl. Like that's that's probably how this week went. If you're a parent, you're like, you know, to your kids, like, we are so proud of you. We love you. I'm man, you are amazing. You are just the the whole point of our life. And your kid was like. Uh, okay, <laughs> like what happened to church? Like what's going on, right? Um, maybe you're a church member. <laughs> and this was the week you heard, oh, I got to sow seeds in a relationship. So this is the week I'm texting everyone at church. And you sent like 37 texts. Boop, 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 and then you waited. And it showed delivered. And then you got the bubbles. And then they went away. <laughs> and then like 36 of the 37 times you got the bubbles that went away. And the one time you got one and they were like, 
wrong number, <laughs> right? Or stop, <laughs> you can't unsubscribe from a personal text, right? That might've been how your week went. If you're not careful, you'll hear a sermon like last week's sermon, which was you need to plant seeds because time is short and life is sweet. And you gotta invest, invest, invest. And you went home and you tried it and you thought this is gonna fix my relationship problem like that. This is going to make my parents finally realize that the youngest child is the superior child in the family, right? This is going to make my child, my parents realize the middle one is forgotten and I don't want to be forgotten. Or the oldest one is always right and they finally need to recognize that. You maybe went home and you had a friend and you've had an estranged relationship for a while and you asked that friend to get dinner or lunch or coffee or breakfast or anything and they said, I'm busy. And you were like, well, busy when? Just busy. Like, are you busy at 2 a.m.? Yeah, the busy schedule is filling up, right? Like, you tried really hard, and they just wanted nothing to do with it. You tried to spend time with your spouse. You tried to, to, to compliment or be sweet or kind to your spouse. You tried to do all of that, and you did not get any positive Feedback. I want to remind you that in this passage, it's not just talking about planting seeds. It says he's planted by the river of water. See, in farming, in any type of, of plant, any type of uh, plant life, you can't just throw seeds down and then walk off and expect that you'll have a full harvest the next winter or the next fall. It would be nice. <laughs> it would be really nice if we could just throw some corn seeds down and walk off. But what happens? Throw corn seeds down, the birds or the deer, the rabbits, the raccoons, whatever animal comes, and they steal it. Health can take time. Healthy relationships take time. Weeds spring up overnight. But healthy relationships and healthy plants take a long time. Watering your relationship is a daily process. Singles, your relationship will come. Marriage, your relationships will heal. Church, your relationships will grow, but only if you continue to water those relationships. Only if you understand that a compliment as a seed planted is one thing and a daily continual reminder of how much you love that person is watering the relationship. Sometimes God sends rain and we get it in a torrential downpour and instantly health is brought into the plant life. Sometimes you hear a sermon and you're like, whew, Okay, I'm going to try it. And God instantly brings health to whatever relationship it was that you were, you were struggling with. But as we learned in Isaiah chapter 55, sometimes he also brings snow. And snow's not bad. Snow's good. It just takes longer for you to see the health effects of snow. See, rain and snow both water the ground. They both water the plants. One waters it immediately, the other one sits on top, and when it melts, you realize how healthy it was. Snow's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. 
especially if you have allergies, like I do, it kills those. Especially if you're allergic, like highly allergic to poison ivy like I am, it kills that. But it also helps plants grow. It just takes longer. Galatians 6 to 9, and let us not be weary in doing good, for in due season we reap if we faint not. In due season. It might not be your relationship's due season. Watering is not a one and done process. It is a daily process of adding health to the seeds that you have already planted. Spending one date night with your relationship is planting seeds with your spouse. Taking your spouse out to eat wherever she wants to go or he wants to go and telling them you get to pick the movie and we, we're going to spend time together is planting a seed. But that's not enough in a relationship. You then have to water it. So a daily or a weekly date night is so much better than one big date once a year. A weekly 35 minutes spent with your children is better than once a year we're going to Cedar Point. And I'm not really going to acknowledge you the rest of the year. You have to water the relationships. You cannot give up quickly and expect a healthy relationship. Scientists have discovered that drive-through restaurants and coffee shops that I'm guilty of visiting teach our minds unhealthy expectations about life. Think about how a drive-through works. You pull up, you pay, you leave. Mm -hmm. You get something that you did literally nothing for besides hand him a card. Maybe you gave him cash, maybe it was Apple Pay, whatever. Here's how reality works. If you want a salad, you have to plant seeds. Then you have to water, then you have to pull weeds and water again. You have to remove bugs and water again. Keep animals away and water again. Harvest, clean, prepare, and then you get to eat. Right now, what we do is we pull up to a McDonald's, we get a nice uh, order of pink slime and a side of chemicals, and it requires no effort. We get whatever we want. Hey, this satisfaction achieved by simply giving a card, and we're good. And I was thinking about the way my grandma used to make food. My grandma would bake bread, and it would take hours. I would, we would come home from church. Like, my grandma would leave as soon as church was done, and she would get started. And by the time we got done, my dad got everything taken down. Everybody talked to him. There's always like that one family that stuck around forever. And they wanted to talk to him about, you know, stuff. My dad was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. It was like 2.30. By the time we got home, my grandma would be kneading this bread. And she would just be working and working and working. And then she'd put it in the oven. It would take like 45 minutes or longer to bake. Nowadays, we pull up, we swipe a card, and we drive off. And we wonder why. We plant one seed in a relationship and we don't get the, what we expected to happen. Well, I texted 10 people from church and none of them said they wanted to get coffee because that's not reality. It takes watering daily those relationships. It's not enough. See, I think we do this. I tried to go to church. I tried. I went six times and I didn't find my boyfriend. You gave six hours to finding a Christian boyfriend? You give more than that to Netflix each week. You gave six hours of your life to find a godly man and it didn't work? Guys, I went 52 times and then I didn't find a girl. First of all, if you're a guy and you don't find a girlfriend here, you're blind. Okay, they're everywhere. Secondly, just ask them, all right? <laughs> Thirdly, 
You gave 52 hours, you went to church every Sunday for a year? You give more than 52 hours a month to PlayStation. How are you going to find someone in 52 hours of your life and think it's going to be this relationship that's amazing? That's a drive-through mentality. It's not reality. The gospel is in the garden. It really is. You just have to look at it. I can't think about it. Like, how many hours are in your life and you gave 52? 52? Well, I tried to make friends. I asked three people to get coffee with them. All of them said they were working. They probably were. <laughs> I tried to invite people to church. I invited six people and all of them said no. Cool, invite them again. Invite them again and again and again and again and again. You have to water the relationship. Amen. Well, I tried to serve. I tried. I tried to date a good person. I went, I dated three different people. I found them all on Tinder and none of them were right. That's not trying to date a good person. It takes sometimes years to find the right person, but the right person is worth the wait. Well, I told them compliments all week and they did not return a single one. I told my spouse, or my boyfriend or my girlfriend, you look so great in those shoes all week and they didn't even notice that I bought new shoes. That's planting seeds that you need to water continually. Well, I told him he was handsome and all he did was just grunt. I told my dad he loved me and he said, oh, cool. I tried to hug my brother and I hugged him one time and he thought I was a weirdo. Why are you hugging me? I went to church twice just didn't click. Well, I already forgave them for, for offending me already, so why should I do it again? I mean, after all, I've forgiven them three times already. Why should I keep doing it? Sometimes it takes whole seasons for the snow to melt and the health to be seen. Sometimes you might have to forgive for an entire season of life. Sometimes you might have to tell your kids daily how proud of them. It takes seasons. Here's the whole thing. You cannot compare your winter to somebody else's summer. I think this is what happens in relationships. I think everyone goes through seasons in their relationships. The trick is, when you're in the middle of winter in your relationship and things are ice cold and things are not hot and balmy, the trick is not looking at Instagram and seeing, well, they hug each other. I need to find someone who hugs me like he hugs her. They seem happy. The trick is not to look at during your winter when you and your parents are just at odds and you see somebody else and you're like, well, their summer was, their relationship with their parents is awesome and mine's hard and it's not going great right now. The trick is not to compare your winter to somebody else's summer. They might have just come out of winter, but they don't post winter on Instagram. No one posts fall in Ohio after all the leaves are gone and it's gray on Instagram. You know what they post in Ohio? Snowy days or beautiful sunny summer days. You don't know what season of life those other relationships are in. You have no idea. 
They might have just come out of winter. They might be about to go into winter. And you're in the middle of fighting for two weeks straight with your spouse. And you see them posting, here we are in Cancun. It's beautiful. And all of a sudden, the temptation is, why doesn't my husband take me to Cancun? Why doesn't my wife ever dress like that? That girl at work, she dresses that way. How come my wife doesn't? We can't compare your winter to somebody else's summer. You don't know what their relationship is like. You don't know where it came from or where it's going. And the problem I believe with social media is it can be really quick to look at somebody else and be like, well, they went to 17 cities and they visited them all this summer and all I did was go to the conservatory. I wish my family was cooler. It can be a real temptation. When they go to all these fancy restaurants, they seem to have time to go to a breakfast brunch place and I wish you did. My kids seem to res not to respect me, but boy, they sure seem to respect their parents. Their church is doing this. I wish our church did that. They have friends at their church. I wish we had friends at our church. They have this over there. I wish I had that over there. These people have this going on. I wish I had that going on. And we so often compare our winter to somebody else's summer. And we cannot be guilty of that. Summer is coming, but winter is needed. It helps, it waters. Don't compare your winter to somebody else's summer. Now, here's the rest of this. Healthy relationships are not only watering, they are watered. You cannot pour out health unless you've had health poured in. You cannot expect a healthy relationship if you continually pour trash into you. You cannot expect a solid, loving relationship if you have a steady digest of bitterness, negativity, and criticism. You cannot pour out what is not poured in. I, I got an illustration for you, and I'm going to try to do this without soaking the carpet, all right, or the, the floor. Um, we got some plants here. You can only pour out what has already been poured in. You can only pour out what's already been poured in, right? Um, so I got, um, I got some water, which is going to be used to represent health, okay? This is healthy, good stuff. I've got spring water. Super healthy, all right? <laughs> I also got a bottle of nothing. It's just empty. Then I got, this is the closest I could figure out to poison there is, fruit punch big K soda, all right? <laughs> now, please hear me. I'm not bashing you. If you like this, good for you. I'm just using it to represent something. Uh, look at these verses, though, before we go into this. Look at these verses. Luke chapter 6, verse 45. A good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good. The evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That could be an entire sermon in one verse. Proverbs 4.23. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flows the springs of life. Proverbs 10.11, the mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life, but the mountain of the wicked conceals violence. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The word abundance is like overflow. 
It's not like how we typically view abundance. Like when we have a garden, we have an abundance of apples. It's talking about literally water. It's saying that out of the overflow, if you pour this water into here, so much so that it starts pouring over the top, that's when your that's how your mouth speaks. 